It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Piece of Business Podcast. This is episode 26. My name is Jeremy at EPL and NFL. Thanks for joining us and joining me as always, my tag team partner from across the ocean, the barroom brawling, disco dancing, dynamite stretching, intercontinental playboy. Folks, he's more over than eight straight days of WWE content. He's the best of the besties at GA WrestleNut, Mr. Glenn Abbott. How are you, my friend? All right at the moment, but I'll probably be about as washed out as eight days by the end of it. <laughs> it's uh they're they're asking a lot of us glenn they certainly are but, uh, especially to you guys that uh you know don't get to see it until the wee hours of the morning in some cases well as i'm i'm i'll become a night bird it's not going to bother me that much and i'm not yeah, waiting yeah. i don't mess around with things like raw and smackdown anyway so that's yeah, too hard to cross off my list. Down, yeah, yeah, you can. I watched. I watched Raw on fast forward yesterday. Or actually, this morning, watched it on fast forward, and I think I'm all caught up. <laughs> yeah, uh, talking about Raw, I've got a big moan. Wrestle talk. They say they're wrestle talk on YouTube, but they don't actually talk wrestling. All they ever talk is. Bigging up AEW and knocking down WWE. And if you're going to be like that, you know, just give up on it. There's plenty of other wrestling you can report on. If you're called Wrestle Talk, report on wrestling, not just NXT. Not just. They've made a big thing about announcing that they're going to be doing a review show on NXT so they can bash them as well now they've moved to Tuesday nights. Because there it doesn't clash with AEW, but you know I know none of their lot listen, so yeah, don't. It's just look, getting it off my chest. I'm actually unsubscribed from them because I'm fed up with them knocking the WWE all the time. You know, yeah, we, we, you, know, like you, said, you, you bring a good point. There's there's plenty of other stuff, and you know, and we we try to talk about other stuff when we do our shows. Uh, you know, and there's plenty there's plenty to like. You know, it's real easy to find something. It's uh, it's not hard. No, no, it is. You know, there's more to wrestling than NXT than WWE, bloody Raw and SmackDown, and AEW. You know, AEW. Dynamite might be a great show. I, I'm not that keen, as you know from the, our last recording. Uh, I think yeah. they've gone over the top. But that was my only little gripe about it. I'm not going to carry on every week going on about how bad they are. No, no, it's 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 easy to uh, to, to be grumpy about things and to knock things. It, it's it's the path of least resistance. Uh, it's very easy to do, and you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but that, but if that's your focus, then it's a problem. And you know, if that's your gimmick, if your if your gimmick is the complaining guy, it's not a good gimmick. No, and I suppose that uh, no, they're they're making a living out of it by charging for the 
the things they call like hyper chats where you pay to go into their chats and they're the sort of people that they're appealing to the ones that absolutely love AEW and hate WWE so yeah I say the thing about the internet the internet allows for uh, any type of niche audience any type of group to come together and find themselves you know if you are the kind of person that is into you know, left-handed S&M clowns, there's an internet chat group for you somewhere. No, oh, definitely. You know, just find, <laughs> just find the right one. Don't go complaining yeah. about right-handed S&M clowns all the time. Go and find the one that you enjoy. Exactly, exactly. There's something out there for everybody. But, uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of good stuff, and that's, that's what we try to focus on if, if possible, you know, I think that you know there there is room for constructive criticism. Nothing wrong with that, but uh, you don't want to be the guy that complains constantly. No. Anyway, talking of which, let's talk to something to something that's probably going to be good, hopefully, because they always are. Let's, NXT let's Takeover. Get, yes, the night one. We get night one of NXT Takeover uh, as we are recording this. It will be tomorrow night, Wednesday. Today is Tuesday as we sit here and speak. Uh, night one of NXT TakeOver. We got some good matches on that card. We're going to take a look at it real quick. We're going to see uh, what we think about them, maybe make a prediction or two. You know, we've said, you know, people in the in the Bestie chat, we, uh, we when we watch our uh, WWE pay-per-views together, uh, you and I, you know, if we if we were taking these picks to the pay window, we'd be uh, we'd be in the black for the year. We oh we're yeah, pretty good on these predictions, Glenn. We have we we have got them down now. We've got we're in into the brains of, of the WWE bookers as far as the pay per views go. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and jump into that. Let's see what is going on in uh, night one of nxt let's see where shall we start here we've got the women's championship match um io shirai and raquel gonzalez yes how do you see this i think they're going to take the title off of io she's held it for a long while now and and on the whole held it well and i think it's time to pass it on I think we're going to have a title change there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you here. I guess it's, it's Raquel's time, you know. Um, they talk about her being like the, um, you know, if if Dakota Kai was Shawn Michaels, then Raquel Gonzalez is Diesel, you know. Yes, <laughs> it's time yeah. For the, the bigger of the group to uh, take the title. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's I think that's what's going to happen here. Um, uh, It'll probably be a good match. Um, it'll be interesting to see just how much uh, guy. I expect Gonzalez to dominate the match. She's going to overpower EO. And once she finally gets her hands on her, she's going to toss her all over the place. EO is going to bump like crazy for her. Um, so I'm not going to call it a squash, but I think Raquel is going to come out of this thing looking dominant. Yeah, I do as well. I. <laughs> Yeah, and I honestly think that they'll they use all these like to bring us bring us out of the COVID period. Now they're starting to get the crowds back. 
And so I think there'll be a few changes, not only in NXT, but on the main rosters as well. Yeah, yeah I do too. I think this is a, a perfect opportunity to kind of reshuffle some things. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're both going with Raquel in that one. Uh, we also have on night one Pete Dunn versus Bushida. This is the one I'm looking forward to. If these two are given, they're just told to go out there and smash each other to bits. This is going to be a match and all. Yeah, I agree. This one's going to be very, very physical. <laughs> yeah. Not the biggest guys in the world, but you're not going to know it by the way that they beat the Oh, no, up. no, definitely not. You know, um, NXT and NXT UK have set this bar quite high for how stiff their matches can be. So expecting a lot of uh, limb manipulation and teeth being kicked in in this one. Yep, I agree. Um, if I had to put a dollar on this match, I would put it on Pete Dunn. I think that uh, they are, that NXT has kind of invested a little bit more in him um, as far as storyline, as far as screen time, that sort of thing. I know Kushida has kind of been involved with uh, messing around with Gargano lately, but I think that Pete Dunn comes out of this one as the winner and maybe eventually down the line, Pete Dunn is an NXT champion. But first, he's going to get past Bushi. Yes, yeah. Um, we know that uh, Trips likes him. Yep. Yeah. Now that he's he's well up there with uh, with Mister Mister H. So, uh, yeah, you can't see can't see past Pete not winning that one. Yep, I agree. We're in agreement there as well. All right, let's move it on. We've got the NXT Tag Team Championship. This is a three-way. We've got MSK versus some of your guys, the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma. Heart and head. This one's going to be all over the place. Yeah, this is a heart and a head one. My heart wants. Hey, tell me, my, tell me about your heart. What's your heart say? My heart wants the grizzled young vets to. They've been that close. They they took they won the inaugural UK title, uh, but they've been they've been lost. I think it was twice. The NXT tag titles and uh, obviously a couple of times when they after they they dropped the title. The UK title, they've uh, lost three matches as well. So I think you know, I'd love to see them have a have a belt put back on them. But again, with my head, it goes with Legado de Fantasma. Really, you're going yeah. with the uh, with the uh, the, uh, the Lucha Group here. The Lucha huh? Group. Here's something funny. I'm kind of messing with my microphone here a second. Hold on. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, okay, you're going with Legado del Fantasma, huh? Yes. Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar's guy. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I've got to go with him. Okay. Um, I think, you know, out of these three, you know, I don't have the my heart as invested in grizzled young veterans as you do. Um, of these three teams, they are my favorite of the three um, to watch. 
but you and I are going to be different here. Uh, I'm going with MSK in this one. I think the former rascals of MLW, uh, they kind of got a big push during that Dusty Classic tournament. I think that they're hot shotting these guys straight to the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But I really want the uh, it not to be soon to be NXT champions. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I think you can come out of this with uh, uh, an MSK grizzled young veterans uh, feud that could go for a little while. It could take us down the road a few months, and eventually, maybe GYV does take it from them. But I think we're going to see MSK come out on top in this one. You're going with Legato Del Fantasma. We'll see what happens. We can't agree all the time, my friend. No, well, that's part of it, isn't it? We. We've said this. You can't. <laughs> I have to have a little bit of a, a little bit of drama. drama. With people. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We've got the Gauntlet Eliminator match. Oh. Now, the winner of this match is going to go on to face Johnny Gargano in night two for the North American Championship. Uh, the participants in the order that they will enter the ring are Leon Ruff. Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and somebody called L.A. Knight. I don't know who that is. Just call him by his proper name. This is a piece Eli of business. That's yes. who he is. He's Eli Drake. He's coming even, in last. Right. Even, think, even on Wikipedia, <laughs> under, under L.A. Knight, they've put Eli Drake so people know who he is. Well, that, uh, I think... And I honestly think that he's going to do um, what they did in NXT UK. And at some point, he's just going to turn and basically say, this is crap. My name isn't LA Knight. You all know. You all know who I am. That's right. We're going to call him by his Christian name here. His name is Eli Drake. We're going to call him the name his mama named him. That's Eli Drake. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a cluster FU. This is going to be a right cluster FU. Yeah, this match. yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> this do you is, think? This is, this is just a case of let's get everybody on the card. Oh, absolutely. They could have quite easily sorted out a number one contender for the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they absolutely for, could have just but you know what? All these guys get a payday and an extra night in catering, so good for them. That's they right. Work. That's right. And um, <laughs> I think it'll be Dexter Loomis. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Rough and Swerve. I don't think it's their time yet. No. Um, I think that they're going to keep going with the Bronson Reed and Eli Drake stuff. They've been having problems recently. I think they neither one of them needs to win because they still have business with each other. Uh, Cameron Grimes is the kind of guy, he's just absolutely killing it with that gimmick that he's got. He is The camera loves him. He's money every time he's on screen. He's the perfect kind of guy that does not need a title no. to get over. And also, uh, I, I, can't, I can't see him matching up well against Johnny Gargano. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be him. So that leaves for me Loomis and Drake. Like I said, I think Drake doesn't win because of the Bronson Reed business. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Me, this makes 
since then it's Dexter Loomis. Um, I think it was last week or the week before we had Loomis versus Austin Theory in a good match. Um, uh, Theory has been palling around with Gargano, so therefore by transitive property, Loomis has issues with Gargano. Um, but yeah, it just makes perfect sense that it's going to be Loomis and we get Loomis and Gargano on night two. Yep, definitely. Yeah, but uh, it'll be fun to watch Cameron Grimes here. I love him anytime he's on the screen. So we'll see what happens in that match. Uh, also, I think this is the last match of night two of night one. Walter, the NXT UK champion, is in town. He is going up against Tommaso Ciampa. As much as I love Tommaso, he's doing a job for Walter. Walter's not losing that. He's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Champ, Champ is the guy on the roster that uh, can go out there and have a four-star match with anybody. He can work any kind of style you want him to work. He can yeah. make anybody look good, and it's okay. He, it does not hurt him to lose. No, definitely not. You know, he's not in the title picture it, or anything like that. Uh, it's going to be physical, as every Walter match is, whether whether the opponent wants it or not. It's going to be physical, yeah. but Tampa can take it. It's a, and it's showcasing Walter before the big showdown. Oh no, that's on. Th- yeah. Oh yes, that's on Thursday. So yeah, if they give Walter a good showing on Wednesday. For people that haven't seen him, they might actually look at NXT UK to watch him up against uh, or Rampage. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we kind of live in a little bit of a, a wrestling bubble, those of us that are extremely online people. So we know we know all about Walter, but there may be some people tomorrow that see him for the very first time. And uh, no better opponent than Champa go out there and go 10 or 15 minutes with them and show what a monster Walter can be. Yep. And get people get to put eyes on NXT UK Thursday as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, 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 wouldn't hurt, to... it wouldn't hurt if, if, old, uh, if old Rampage uh, appeared at the top of the ramp at some point during that match. Uh, yeah, they could do. Um, because the, obviously, the the Walter Rampage match has already happened. Although they managed to, that's the good thing about it being behind closed doors is there's no spoilers gone out. Right, right. Yeah, they didn't do that this. They didn't do that. In kayfabe, it has not happened yet. No, they didn't do that. They didn't do that like they did with the cruiserweight title. They didn't have Walter turn up with, with the belt. So. Yeah, exactly. So there's NXT night one. I think we're in agreement with everything except that tag team championship. Yep. You're going with Legato Del Fantasma. I'm going with MSK. And you know we'll what'll happen. GYV will win it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The team that neither one of us picked that we both like the best yeah. is going to be the one that we'll see. We'll, uh, all right. We've already mentioned we've got NXT UK. Is going to be on our TVs the next day on Thursday. Yeah, that's an afternoon show for us here in the states. Nighttime show for all of you proper English gentlemen. Yeah, prime time for us. Eight o'clock in the evening, prime time. 
perfect for you guys. Yeah. Perfect for you guys. I think, as far as I know, this is only a three-match part. I think so. I think so. I don't. Yeah, I've not heard of any more announcements. Sorry, that was all. It went a bit icky there. Um, yeah, I've not heard of any other announcements. Yeah, it's. Uh, but you know, that's what UK does good. I mean, they they keep the show an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and mm-hmm. they pack a lot there, so it'll be a a good fast watch. With good matches. We got a tag team match. The women giving us a tag team match. This was set up on last week's NXT UK. We've got Bailey Ray and Isla Dawn versus Amelia. Don't call me Millie McKenzie and Mako Sakamura. Well, that's like calling bloody LA, not calling it Drake, Eli Drake, LA Knight. I can't not call her Millie. Yeah, I'm, I know, I know. I'm, I know. I'm known of when she first started training at 16, and she's always been little Millie, and she always will be. <laughs> How do you see this one going? It's not a title match or anything like that. This is obviously just a match to this is uh, a, set up going forward. This is the one where um, you if your faces get put over, mainly because they'll want to give Mako some impetus back on Kate to Kaylee Ray after she lost to her in her first, basically her first match. Yeah. So I think that they'll give her a little bit of impetus to build, start building a new feud between those two again. See, I see it a little bit differently. To me, I think this is the opportunity to, to show that uh, McKenzie is the next challenger. And it wouldn't surprise me to see McKenzie actually pin Kaylee Ray for the win. Mm, yep, that could that could well happen as well. Yeah. You no. Know, we're in agreement. I think the, the babyface team here, McKenzie and Sadamora, do win the match. Um, mm. But just to make it interesting, I'm, I'm saying uh, McKenzie's the one that wins the pinfall so that she can say, I've pinned you, I've beaten you, now I need my title shot. Yeah, could well be, but I'll stick with that. They they'll push it to a third one between Mako yeah, and, and I would be fine with that. You'd get no complaints out of me. And Kaylee, <laughs> uh, we have a UK Heritage Cup number one contenders match: Noam Dar versus Tyler Bate. The winner will get a title shot against. A kid who is the uh, current Heritage Cup champion, or however it is that they, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is they call that gimmick. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as as uh, as somebody said, the big effing trophy. <laughs> the big trophy title holder. There you go. Yeah, a kid. Uh, so we got Dar and Fate. The winner gets their shot at kid. What do you think happens here? I uh, <laughs> I. Don't like it, but I think Dar's going to win this by some nefarious means because they've already done they've already done Tyler Bate and A Kid and the whole thing that A Kid was his prodigy and that he beat him for the title. So I can't see them going all around that cir- that circle again. Um, you, think it's time, you think it's time for A Kid to lose that thing? 
I do. I think I, I think he will. And I think it will be to know and are. I think I agree with you. I think it is time for, for kid to lose it. I think it makes sense to have a heel as the heritage champion now, just to kind of uh, give that a different flavor to the very clean cut um, kid. Uh, but the question is, is it going to be a heel dar or is it going to be a heel bait? It's going to be a heel dar. He can't you do anything else. He can't. Jedi stuff from Tyler Bate is, uh, is suspicious. It's heelish. It's definitely heelish. But he came and helped um, train the other week. So here we go. Please, in DC, forgetting names again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, he came out and helped Trent the other day. I actually think that they'll they'll push now. They'll push Mustache Mountain to the other side of the ocean, and they'll turn up in NXT sometime soon. Okay. I think there's enough new people coming into to the UK now that on the men's side that they can sort of uh, push them up now. And give her a much needed injection to uh, the tag team division in NXT US. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I hadn't really thought about them coming over. Maybe that is the move. Um, I'm real torn on this one. This one's 50 50 for me. I think that think that it's time for A Kid to drop it to a heel. I think Gar would be money doing his little talk show gimmick that yeah. he does with yeah. that. Big trophy sitting right next to him. That's right. That's what I was thinking as well. You know, yeah, how good's that going to be? Him crowing about winning that. And... Yeah, I think Dar. I'm gonna, you know, my, my gut says it's going to be bait, and it's going to be a, a that that whole Jedi Zen Master thing is suspicious, and it's a heel turn waiting to happen. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Dar here. I think Dar gets rewarded for being. Being good TV as of late. Yep. Uh, all right, so we're in agreement there. Now, the big match on this one, the one that we have been excited for for a long time, Walter versus Rampage Brown for the NXT UK Championship. Walter has held the championship for approximately eight straight years now. Um, is it time? Is this the time? That he drops rampage yeah. beat Walter Smith. Yes. Uh, because because basically on Tuesday night Walter's turning up on NXT. So on Wednesday night Walter's turning up on NXT. So there's no reason that he won't drop that belt on Thursday and stay in the states. Yeah, you know, that's the the logistics of it seem to uh, lean that way. Um, oh, man, this one is a tough one for me. You, know, you see, and I, I, the, the thing, the advantage I've got over you is that I know the history of the two of them. Yeah. And um, Rampage has won as many as he's lost against Walter in the past. And I know that doesn't count for anything. But there's nobody better 
for them to put the belt on in NXT UK at the moment than Rampage Brown. He's come straight from holding the, the World of Sport title when that was still a thing over here. Um, he, he's you know, he, he experienced champion. There's no reason they can't put the belt on him and keep it on him for a, while, a long while now. And again, he's going to have a good big hill. You're going to be losing one. Well, is Walter really a hill? He's just a monster. He don't care what, what way around he goes, does he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now you know, but his 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 boys, his uh, Imperium boys, have kind of trended heelish on yes. NXT. TV. Well, yeah, yep. And I think that he'll come. He'll join up with them, and they'll go on a rampage. Excuse the pun. Through <laughs> NXT. <laughs> through NXT. Yeah. And um, with it, and um, with and with Imperium going on a rampage through the tag division, I think that's when Mustache Mountain, probably at the next takeover, will turn up. Yeah, it all makes sense. It all makes sense, Glenn. Uh, I'm still torn on this one. I think that this is, I agree with you that this is the time to drop it just because of the the logistics of the situation tend to say that it's time. You know, like you said, why else would he come over here and then fly right back over? Um, so, yeah, I'm with you here. I think Rampage beats Walter. That gets Rampage over big time. Uh, it's going to be physical. Uh, it's going to be brutal. These guys are going to hit each other for real and leave marks, and I cannot wait. Neither can I. Right, we're at the same... We're at the 30-minute mark now. So right. we'll... That was uh, NXT UK. We need to talk about NXT Night 2. We've got another set of matches to think about here. Um, some good ones on this, on this card. Let's see what you think about this. We have the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. The uh, U.S. version of that title is uh, held by Santos Escobar. The U.K. and what some would consider the rightful and true holder of that championship, Jordan Devlin. This is going to be a ladder match. Uh, what do you think about it, Glenn? Um, it's 50-50. <laughs> I can't actually, if I really, really, really pushed into a corner on it i would say just devlin because the way that they you know, they pushed him just before lockdown and they've retrieved the situation by doing what they did but i think he unites the titles so is this is this actually a title unification it is a title versus title match yeah Okay, because I wasn't clear right, on that. Yeah, is was it, a proper unification it, to determine one champion or if it's, it's just bragging? No, it is, it, it's a proper, I'm the real champion because they've both been going on for months now that they're both the real champion. Yeah. So yeah. this is where they sort it out. Does Devlin win or lose? Does Devlin go back to UK? I think he wins and stays in the he US. Stays over here. Because apart from 
the odd throwaway match. They didn't have him doing a lot over here in NXT UK. So, you know, they, they put him up against Bomber, Dave Mastiff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how desperate they were getting. Right. Yeah, to yeah, give him... yeah, the cruiserweight Dave Mastiff, right. Yeah, the cruiserweight Dave Mastiff. So, no, I think they'll keep Devlin over there now and they'll build him. And at some point, probably two or three takeovers down the line, they'll have uh, the two Spider-Men looking at one another and pointing again. <laughs> do you think Devlin wins it? I do. I'm going with Escobar here. Hey! I think Escobar is going to take this. I think he's got his... Uh... His his, uh, his his brethren, his tag team partners there, and they have often interjected themselves into his matches. And to me, you know, the the story is uh, he needs their cheating to help him win, so that he can claim that he is the true champion. But he had to get it. We all know in um, uh, devious and mischievous ways, which gives Jordan Devlin the right to continue to complain and chase him. So I yeah. think it's going to be a Santos Escobar here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's good. We're disagreeing on one on here as well. <laughs> um, moving on, we've got the XT Women's Tag Team Championship. Shockley Blackheart and Ember Moon are the champions. Moonshots. The way. Moonshots. They missed moon, the, tr- the moon they, they they missed the trick there by not calling them the moonshots. Or at least have a tag team finisher called the moonshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do you see this one, uh, moonshot or the way? Uh, I think the moonshot. Re- well, <laughs> Ember Moon and Shotzi retain. If it was, yeah. If, Putting Candice with Indy Hartwell, I, I don't think Indy Hartwell's enough of a name at the moment for them to put a title on her. Oh yeah, no, I agree. She's she's just uh, she's just Candice LeRae's dude. Yeah, that's all she is. Yeah, yeah, and she's not even that good a one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, but what I what I mean is when um. Laura Di Matteo was Ginny's stooge. Laura was good enough to carry herself that you could believe that you know, she was, although she was doing her mistress's bidding, as Ginny tends to get people to do, that uh, she could actually hold her own. And you don't get that with Indy Hartwell. She's just there as a stooge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. This is, this is Moonshot's uh, title. Here, I don't expect this to be a five star classic, but um, maybe it will get. Uh, if anything happens here, I wouldn't surprise me to see some dissension between Larray and Hartwell. No, no, definitely not. I think we're in agreement there. Moonshot retains. Now we've got the NXT North American Championship. This is Johnny Gargano, and we are assuming both of us that his opponent will be Dexter, Dexter Lumis. Lumis. So, do we think Gargano retains, or do we think it's time to give it to Loomis? I think if he wins on night one, then Loomis gets the title. 
do you have a problem with a champion that um, doesn't talk? Yes. Because if Loomis but, wins, then he'll be the champion. He's not a promo guy. No. Um, he doesn't have anybody out there cutting promos for him. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just the the old school DNA in me that says that if you've got a championship, if you've got a belt, you either need to be able to talk or you got somebody standing next to you that can talk. Yep. But they have got somebody waiting in the wings that could do the talking for him. Who's that? Old Spud, or whatever they call oh, him now. Oh, you think so? That's an interesting call. Uh, Drake Maverick, that's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they bring back Drake as a manager. And I would that's not be surprised if on on Thursday you actually, if if Dexter Loomis goes through, that he comes out with him on Thursday because not heard a thing from him. I, 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 admittedly, I don't watch 205 Live. I don't know whether he's been on there or not. But there's not been a lot since he was running around chasing our truth from him. Right. Yeah. And he, he, he was a little he was a little makeshift tag team with uh, Killian Dane for a little while, but that pretty much went nowhere. Yeah. Well, I can understand it with the with the tag division the way it is. So yeah, that, I I actually think that they've got a, a, a tailor made manager there for him. That would be great. I mean, that would spice up Loomis a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he he's fine when the bell ring, bell to bell. He's fine with me. I, I don't understand why he's a babyface. To me, he's a heel. He should be a heel. He should be presented at a at the heel. Um, but he hasn't been. He's been a babyface the whole time. I don't get it. Uh, but having somebody there as a mouthpiece help him out. I do think Gargano loses here, no matter who it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's time for Turkey to lose. Yep. So, there you go. We will take Gargano's challenger in that match, whoever it is. Uh, now we've got the unsanctioned match. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. This one has boiled over. These two have been beating the crap out of each other any chance they get. There's been security camera footage at uh, various places where one is attacking the other these guys truly hate each other yeah i i, I saw i saw that in in, in a dojo which yeah. was obviously converted but the thing that made me laugh about that is that where i used to live in london just down the road on the high road there was a place that did brazilian jiu-jitsu that was exactly like that. It was a shop. Uh, they yeah. cleared everything out of the shop and just put mats down. <laughs> and that was exactly like it was. It, was like, it, looked, like every, it looked like every strip mall in Florida. Yeah, it looked like Adam Cole just walked into a shop and there was Kyle O'Reilly rolling around on these mats. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do you see this? What's happening here? Oh, God. Uh, it's hard to call this, apart from the fact they're going to kill each other. Uh, I think slightly Carl gets the upper hand. I see a non-finish. Mm, yeah, I could, I could quite easily go with that as well. I 
I don't think that I don't think that this needs to end yet. Um, no. I think that there are enough players in the various title pictures that Cole and O'Reilly don't need to get back involved in a title picture anywhere. Um, I don't see this as O'Reilly pinning Cole and sending Cole on his way to Mondays or Fridays. No. Uh, I think that uh, Strong and Fish are somehow involved. Uh, I, I see this as a non-finish. Um, they have been very good so far building up to this. Um, they've, they've really done a good job of convincing us that these two hate each other and need to get their hands on each other. They're ready to tear each other apart. There's absolutely no reason for this to be over tomorrow. Now, to be honest, I can't actually see Adam Cole going anywhere. Apart from turning up in the odd Royal Rumble or whatever. But sure. I think he'll see his days out in NXT. He doesn't need oh. to go. He doesn't need to go up. No. Especially when he, he start getting crowds back into, into the yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, yeah. wherever it is there. I've said before, I would like to see Cole and O'Reilly and Strong and Fish spend the rest of their careers in NXT and they carry that sucker for the next however many years they've got left. You know, mm. they, they are the four horsemen of the NXT, just like the real four horsemen were the four horsemen of Jim Crockett promotions. Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. don't need to go anywhere. And even the horsemen, I mean, you even had uh, Ole turning on Rick and Arn and, and the gang back in the day. And eventually Ole came back around and when they turned on Dusty Road. So there's, there's still stories that can be told with these four NXT guys. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason for them to go anywhere. Yeah, so I, my official call on this one: it is a non-finish. Neither one of them has their hands raised in victory. Yep. Yep. And I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. With an iffy decision rather than a, the clean pin or anything. Okay. Uh, the final match on night two, we've got the NXT Championship. Finn Balor is our champion versus Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross, who won the title at one point by beating Keith Lee, but had to relinquish the belt due to injury. Uh, belt with Finn Balor than one. So this whole time, Balor has been carrying Cross's belt. This is Cross's chance to win it back. What do you think? Let's face it. How many people are actually going to be watching this for either Finn Balor or Karrion Cross? Scarlet's the main event draw. In this oh, one. definitely. <laughs> Scarlet is the main event talent. Yeah. Um, Finn retains, I think. Just <laughs> I'll keep going, going. Just I think it'll be a hard match, but I think Finn retains. This is going to be a great match. I think yeah. this is this is the sleeper match of um, of both the nights of any of NXT. Um, I expect Walter and Champa to be top notch, physical and brutal. 
this one though, Balor and Cross for me might be the sleeper match, the best match of both nights. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Cross is going to win. Like I said, um, Scarlett's the main event talent. Uh, she's the top of the card any night of the week. And, you know, they had, they had wanted to put it on Cross before. I mean, he beat Keith Lee when Keith Lee was as hot as Keith Lee could be. Yeah, that's and true. The only reason he gave it up was because he was injured. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. kind of interesting in an ironic way. It's, a, it's kind of the same thing that happened when Finn Balor won the Universal Championship. He mm. had to give it up. Yeah. Um, the next night, you know, the night after, you know, Balor never got it back, I don't think. Uh, but I think here they uh, correct the problem that they had. Cross and Scarlet become the NXT champion. No argument from me on that one. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I will, I will stick with saying Balor by a disqualification. Okay. Okay, that's fair. I think yeah, uh, if 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 Balor's going to win it, it's going to get Scarlet's going to be up to something, and the referee's going to catch it. That gives us a reason to have the match again later down the road. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. So there we have it. There are our predictions for both nights of NXT and the NXT UK show. We mostly agree. We've got a couple of differences there. We will see how it turns out when we watch all of this great wrestling over the next few days. And speaking of watching wrestling, Glenn, what do you say we do that right now? Yeah. I was just thinking we've even got one where both of us could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We do have one where both of us could be wrong. You know, well, we'll see how it goes, but uh, as you you say, we've got some blinding tag team wrestling to watch. So absolutely. Let's do that. We will be, right back with our piece of business for this week. DDT Wrestling is about friendship. And wrestling. And making a fool out of yourself. I'm DC Matthews. I'm Doc Danson. And I'm DC Matthews. No, you're GQ. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm GQ. Each week, three longtime friends catch up on their lives and talk about whatever comes to mind, often about wrestling. The conversations come from our hearts. And from our butts. We do not talk out our butts. Well, sometimes we talk from our butts. We've been wrestling fans for decades. So if you like the Piece of Business podcast, you'll probably like us. Probably. I like you. Thanks, GQ. DDT Wrestling, available from your favorite podcast apps. All right, it is time to watch a little wrestling with Jeremy and Glenn. We are going... To watch a tag team match. This was my pick, my, my week to pick the match, and you know I've just been so high on the pretty deadly as of late. I love tag team wrestling. I was in a tag team mood. To me, tag team wrestling is the best kind of wrestling. So uh, we are going to go back to 1993 in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. We're going to watch the Rock and Roll Express. Versus the Heavenly Bodies and an outstanding example of tag team wrestling. Uh, Glenn, are you ready? I'm ready. Just a little thing before we start is that I will probably be putting the intros to this as a pre-recorded into the uh, audio version of this because it deserves to be heard. Yes. 
No, Dutch Dutch Mantel and Jim Cornet deserve to be heard at the start of this. You are correct. Uh, You know, you got guys like that that can talk. Uh, Everybody should hear it. Yep. (laughs) Right then. All right. All right. I am ready. You are ready. I'm ready. Play. Everyone press play. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Smoky Mountain Wrestling, 1993. Smoky Mountain uh, had a lot of great wrestling, you know, and a lot of it is available on YouTube. A lot of it is, I assume, maybe going to be on Peacock one of these days. It was on the network. We'll see what gets migrated over to Peacock. Um, Here we have the one and only Jim Cornette in the ring with his men. Stan Lane and Dr. Tom Pritchard, the heavenly bodies. Tell me a little bit about Dr. Tom, Glenn. What is, what is your what is your major impression of Dr. Tom? What do you get when you watch Dr. Tom? Um, I just like their heavenly bodies overall. No, they they're um, Dr. Tom. Yeah, I'm not actually seen too much of them at the time. I've heard okay. more. Okay. I've I've heard more thanks to BTT than I've 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 yeah. watched of their... yeah. yeah, Doctor Doctor Tom mm. Tom Pritchard was always one of my favorite guys. I mean, he's just one of those guys that you know if he's in a match, um, whoever he's in a match with is going to look like a million bucks. Oh yeah, you know, he's so good. Mm. Of course, now not, in this match, you've got, uh, got Ricky and Robert in there, so they don't need any help from Tom Pritchard. No. They're already plenty over. Uh, even here in 1993, they are the current holders of the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Championship. This is a title match, and uh, there's a little bit of a drama in this match because it wasn't really supposed to be the Heavenly Bodies here. It was supposed to be rock and roll against somebody else yeah um and dutch mantel was alluding to it at the beginning in the in his, his promo he cut that jim Cornette's actually nicked the heavenly bodies off of him yeah this was you know, in, you know uh in this match it was supposed to be rock and roll against um uh, robert fuller and Jimmy Golden. All right. Supposed to be the only Robert Fuller, you know, some may know as Colonel Robert Parker, uh, Jimmy Golden, who some may know as Bunkhouse Buck. Uh, but it was supposed to be them against the rock and roll here. Cornette did his uh, evil machinations as only he can, and he got his guys in this match instead. Mm. And like I say, there's that old Dutch there going, they weren't. Cornet's guys, they were his guys, and Cornet stole them from him. Yeah, yeah, and Cornet uh, Dutch is on commentary in this match. It's worth listening to with the actual audio to hear uh, Dutch uh, just tearing down the whole situation. Spit venom, <laughs> spit venom is the word. <laughs> yeah, Dutch is so good on the it's mic, a... such a good talker. Just saw. Back then, how really good Ricky Morton was with a hip toss. Yeah, yeah. How smooth and everything it was with it. it, it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And, these guys, all four of these guys were great. Mm. Great. Oh, backdrop is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see that very often. <laughs> backdrop your own partner. <laughs> yeah. Eels take a powder. Get out of the ring. Cornette calling for timeout. Eels regrouping here. This is the old Midnight Express gimmick. Getting out yeah. of the ring, trying to call call uh, call timeout. Try to calm the crowd yeah. down, but that, of course that gets the crowd more fired up. I love watching Jim Cornette with these tennis rackets and spotting the ones that are gimmicked and the ones that aren't. You could tell the way it waves them about the ones that are gimmicked to the ones that aren't. And that one looks quite yeah. light, so that one's not gimmicked. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's had a few that have had bit lead lining and bricks in them and sort of. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, sometimes you had to gimmick them just uh, not because they were going to get involved in the match. You had to gimmick them to uh, uh, keep the fans off of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, he tells the story that he had to drive around with a gun in his, his glove compartment in his car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now, there we've got Jimmy Golden. There we've got Robert Parker. Or, or, or Robert Fuller. Robert Fuller. <laughs> this is our match. What's happened? That's right. They finally come. They, they go over to the announce desk. Hmm. They're complaining oh. that they had four flat tires on their car. How could that sort of thing happen? This, well, this went on for weeks. I remember yes. this. This actually went on for weeks afterwards. The, the, the thing between them. And the heavenly bodies and Jim Cornette over this, saying that they were late, so they didn't deserve to be in the match. And right. it's just good looking. I mean, this is you know, you know, say what you will about Cornette, he is always good about uh, uh, booking angles and booking for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. Uh, this. <laughs> This is a title match, okay? So we've got Rock and Roll, the current champions. They've got the Heavenly Bodies in who were not supposed to be in the match in the first place. We'll see what happens as the match goes on. 1993 was a crazy, crazy year for these two teams. Yeah. This year, 1993, they wrestled a bunch of times in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They traded the titles back and forth. But... These two teams actually wrestled on a WCW pay-per-view and a WWF pay-per-view in the same year. <laughs> they wrestled at a WCW Super Brawl in 93, and they wrestled at Survivor Series in 93. Oh, right. I didn't know that. What a, what a crazy year for these guys. Yeah. And, you know, you know, say what you will about Jim Cornette. He got his top Smoky Mountain tag team tag teams on both of the major companies' pay-per-views in the same year. Oh yeah, I just wish he it put a handbrake on his mouth a bit and think about <laughs> because when you actually listen to the guy, you dig beneath all all, all the crap. <laughs> he actually is. Wrestling brain is second to none, and the stories he tells. But then, while you're listening to that, then he goes and says something totally, you know, <laughs> oh, I'll switch off now. Right, right. Yeah, you know, you kind of have to, you know, you have to pick and choose your moments with him, I guess. You know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're 
wanted to learn about wrestling history or you want to learn how to book an angle, yeah. I mean, he's the guy you want to listen to for sure. Yeah, it's just a shame that he, he, he can't engage his brain before he opens his mouth. He might be uh, he might be he might be somewhere on the autistic spectrum. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but uh no. yeah, he still lacks a filter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and of course, yeah, yeah. you know, the guy's a showman. He, he always has been from for being a pimply youth when he first started managing with those good yeah. old grainy matches you see him in. Yeah, total showman from day one. And be, and when soon as people start reacting to some of his comments, then he's going to play up on it even more. It's just in his, built in his nature. Yeah, nothing he can do about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's carny. He's as carny as they come. You know, he's like, he's like, he's like Chris Jericho. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe half the things that Chris Jericho says he actually believes, but he gets reaction. That's right. Well, if we, uh, we proved that the other day by going on the broken skull. Right. <laughs> got everybody, he's got everybody whipped up into a frenzy AEW against WWE. And he goes, you know what? I'll go on that WWE show. Yeah. <laughs> and Vince, yeah. It's like the like same. The Cornet and, and Jericho are the same. You know, yeah. They, they say they're in the wrestling business and I don't care, you know, who they work for or whatever. Jericho is in the Chris Jericho business, just like Jim Cornette is in the Jim, Jim Cornette, Cornette business. That's right. And it's you know, it, it goes back from where they first started, where it had to be. You had to look after exactly. number one because nobody else was going to. Exactly. The promoters. Yeah. You had to go out and get yourself over some way, you know. And yeah. yeah, you had you were working a card that a that a booker put together, sure, and you were gonna do the finish that the booker said was gonna be the finish. But in the meantime, you have to go out and get yourself over. Yeah, and you said because you certainly couldn't rely on the bookers and promoters not to stitch you up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now you listen to some of the stories that was you know from the likes of, of Bobby and people like that. There was no friends back then. It was just <laughs> every man for themselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Here, Paul. There, two count. <laughs> Blood vessel going. I love this match. I mean, you can't yeah. Get, you know, they, these, these are tag teams at the top of their profession. You know? it, 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 it. Yeah, this is the old Midnight Express and move there. And of course, this is classic rock and roll. Oh yeah, with yeah, Ricky, 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 Ricky taking that, Ricky taking the pummeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the hope spot. Come yeah. on, Ricky. Come on, Ricky! Get the Robert. <laughs> the ironic thing is, is they oh, were still they were still doing the same thing in early 2020. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Not a big crowd on this one, but uh, they were fully behind the rock and roll here. Oh, there's the trip. Yeah, by nine, but. By the early 90s, uh, Smoky Mountain, uh, they weren't pulling the big crowds like they were back in the mid eight to mid to late 80s, were they? Yeah. 
Oh, there's Mark Curtis. Oh. He's dead. Ref bump. <laughs> he took a good bump. Mm. He went flying. <laughs> well, he actually did train as a wrestler, didn't he? Yeah. Not Curtis. He was, I mean, he was around the business for a long yeah. time. Yeah. That's it. Don't wake him up. It's all right. This match really goes crazy here at this point. Here comes Killer Kyle. Boom! Wax Ricky <laughs> Morton. Dead. Here comes Fuller. Here comes Golden. Things have broken Break down. It down. <laughs> it's, 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 Everybody's fighting that's, everybody. That, that, that must be in the wrestler's first aid manual, that. Somebody's unconscious. Pull them by the suspenders. <laughs> or as we call them over here, braces. Yeah, y'all got weird names for things. Well, suspenders are what hold stockings up, as far as we're concerned. Well, so, it's a bit, so it sounds a bit strange when you call them suspenders. You know, like working around. <laughs> Ricky's got a Robert. Ricky Morton has something in his hand yeah. there. Turn about being fair in and oh, everything. Now look who's coming in. Oh no! Boom! <laughs> Beautiful Bobby Eaton out of nowhere. <laughs> the Jim Coolnet <laughs> combination wins again. Bobby Eaton, where'd he come from? Coulter, Coulter. Dirty Dutch Mantel, can't believe it. <laughs> no. Jim Cornette has engineered a coup. He got his guys in the match when they weren't supposed to be. He got Bobby Eaton involved. Mm. His guys, the heavenly bodies, are walking away here as the new Smoky Mountain Drag Team Champion. Angle on top of angle in that match. There's some business afterwards, some conversation. Cornette's proud of himself. Mm -hmm. Bobby Eaton there, shaking hands with Tom Pritchard. Yeah, we've got a bit of a promo here, I think. As is always yeah, with as is always with Jim Cornette. Oh yeah, he's gotta talk us out for sure. <laughs> uh, but just a out of nowhere situation. Nobody expected Bobby Eaton to show up. Bobby was still under contract with WCW, but mm -hmm. somehow, some way, Cornette got him to come in. They got permission to use him for uh, for a night here, and he was the deciding factor. Yeah, he done a he done a deal somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it was you know, like back in the day where you know, he he got the Undertaker to turn up. In the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, yeah he got Undertaker to show up and do a match. He got uh, he got Shawn Michaels to come in as yeah. a continental and and he, defend against Lindell. Yeah, that's, yeah, you know, he's, you know say, what, say what you will, but he managed to uh, get some stuff done. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this Eaton deal was part of the deal where. 
you know, the, the bodies and the rock and roll, then we're going to do the Super Bowl yeah. for WC, you know, some kind of deal there, who knows. Um, yeah, he even had, uh, he even had Arn come in and uh, do something in Smoke, uh, never mind, Arn did ECW, not Smoky Mountain. Yeah, there's more business here now. Fuller and Jimmy Golden coming in saying is, that was our match. We were the ones that were supposed to face the rock and roll. Yeah, this is your guys. This is this is building up to a real com. If I remember rightly, from this is building up to a right convoluted feud. This between yeah, oh, these. Oh, it's broken down <laughs> again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Even Dutch getting his licks in. Yeah, and of course, yeah. Jim's run away. <laughs> as he does. As soon as the fighting starts. You know what I like about all these kind of run-ins on these type of wrestling shows? Nobody gets their music hit and then no. runs in. No, you don't advertise the fact that they... <laughs> yeah, you don't have to deal with the sound guy. Hey, I'm about to run in. No, just run in there. Well, that's, a, oh, that's, what, that's, what, makes it, that's what makes it believable. You know, they're... Right. They've got a grudge. They're not going to go and, and say to somebody, "Can you queue up our music?" Because make we're... sure you hit my pyro. Yeah, yeah. Because we're really mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go and beat them up, but we want, we need our music first. Say <laughs> what you will about about Cornette, but uh, he's going to have his guys run in with no music. And again, a situation where the baby faces lose the match, but who's standing tall in the ring to send the people home happy? It was the baby face. The rock and roll in the ring, having cleared out all of the competition. You give them the loss, but you send the people home happy yeah. by having an standing call at the end. Yep. So, there it was. Rock and Roll Express, Heavenly Bodies, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, 1993. Two great tag teams. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Everybody that wanted to, that managed to watch along with us. Glenn, we are uh, about to embark on an adventure here this week. My we friend. are. Um, a lot of wrestling and uh, Facebook, some uh, Facebook. run-in. Tell them about Saturday. Yeah, it's on Facebook, Twitter. And I can't, I can't remember. It's posted all over the place. Our, uh, we're showing our ugly mugs on the AWIP. That's right, yeah. We're doing Live a... Color. We're doing, uh, we're taking part in their WrestleMania prediction show. Doing it live and with video. God help us. That's right. <laughs> live and with video. You know, it's uh, literally anything can happen. I expect technical difficulties. I expect animal run ins. Uh, <laughs> who absolutely knows what else? Probably with my luck, a hurricane. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, that's Saturday well, morning. Uh, Saturday morning. Um, uh, is, it, is it 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock Eastern time. 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central here in the U.S. Uh, sometime next week for uh, Glenn in the U.K., as we know, he lives in the future. Um, but that is happening on Saturday. We would appreciate everybody. Checking us out there, and uh, again, we appreciate WIP for extending the hand to tag us in to help them out and predict WrestleMania. And that is happening on Saturday. And then on Sunday, 
we have our half-time extravaganza. Right. You We're, and I will be back. Just you and I as the tech yeah. team on Sunday. Yep, yeah, hiding behind the the wall again. <laughs> We're not gonna be doing that yeah. video. Um Sunday we'll get together and we'll have we'll have watched the first night of WrestleMania. We'll reflect on that a little bit and yeah. we will talk about what we expect to happen on night two. And we've so. got a very special match from World of Sport. That's uh yeah. UK versus the US. Well, actually, Canada, but I believe he was in the US by that time. But I'm not going to tell you where it is yet. You'd have okay, to wait. Okay, there we go. They are going to watch that match on our Sunday show. So uh, if y'all aren't sick of us yet, you're getting us again real, real soon here. A few days from now, you can see us live and in person with the crew at AWIP. And hear us again on our regular show on Sunday. So uh, I think that's probably about it, Glenn. Uh, what am I forgetting? Anything? Uh, no, no, not really. Um, just enjoy the wrestling, folks. There's going to be a lot of it. That's right. It's going to be a lot of it. You know, remember that it doesn't all have to be five-star classics. There's something out there for everybody. Enjoy it for what it is. I expect it to be a great week. Uh, we are living in a golden age. This is not the days of waiting months and months and months between big events. We're getting something all the time here in 2021. Uh, so enjoy it. Appreciate it. And uh, we will see you all on Saturday. Saturday, hopefully. Glenn, it is time to say goodbye. Goodbye, all. Okay, Bob Cole, let me say something right now. This is not right. This is a travesty of justice. Mama, I'm sorry about here. Some other guy steps in. All of a sudden, they're saying, Dutch, Dutch, they're saying that if the stuff's not here, somebody's no. got to be here. Somebody's got to wrestle the match. And there they are. Jim Cornetta and Hannah Bobby. The stable did not show up. After weeks, this is not like Robert and Jimmy not to show up and miss this opportunity. Well, I'm going to miss my 30%. Well, I thought it was 10%. I'll tell you what, that Cornette got that guy in the back and weaseled it. Ladies and gentlemen, here they are. The once and future Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions. The Gangster of Love, the Doctor of Desire, Stan Lane, Tom Pritchard, the Heavenly Bodies. I want you to look at those guys, pretenders. They are coming to the ring tonight by their manager, six times manager of the year, Mr. Jim Cornette. You know, I've never liked that Cornette anyway. Hey, three weeks ago, you were a good friend of his. I've never been good friends with Jim Cornette. Such. The fans heard He's you. a weasel, a snake, a liar, a cheat. Holy cow. Boy, you turn on your friends. Now look, now look here. That could be me and Robert and Jimmy standing in the ring right now, taking on the rock and roll for the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight title. But no, Jim Cornette, the weasel, and the snake that he is, they got it. I don't like this a bit. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, there they are, the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs>